You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of No Credentials Required. This is a special Friday edition. And again, welcome to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. And uh, hey, Bishop Bullwinkle, uh, do you need a press pass to talk sports? <laughs> oh, sorry, I got caught up. I got caught up in worship there. <laughs> it, that can happen. It can happen. It'll sweep yeah. over you. We That's got right. uh, and, the and the spirit takes over. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's you and me and Bishop Bullwinkle riding for this playoff pod. This is a special edition of the playoff pod of No Credentials Required. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> I I should try to find that soundbite. It's a classic. Oh, we're going to find I'll find it. I'll find it. (laughs) (laughs) But before we go on to tonight's episode, we're going to remind you about our social channels, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsREQ. If you're watching on either Facebook or YouTube, and yeah, even Twitter, give us a like. Give us a like, especially on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. That way you know when when the videos will play. On the podcast side, our anchor, our, our excuse me, our, our hub is at Megaphone, but you also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. And rate and review. Five give us a five-star rating. That'd be great. Review it. We might even read it on the air. And as always, if you're listening, if you're watching, excuse me, whether it be live or on the replay, we want to hear from you during the show. And I'm going to play that beautiful, beautiful bumper that we always have. Dustin, I know you've been waiting. I know you've been waiting all day to hear this sound. I have. I play it. Got to play it. (laughs) That's right, folks. Engage with the show. Again, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook or Twitter. Engage with the show. We want your comments. That way people know that this show exists and it's a great show. Yeah. As I might say myself. (laughs) And I can give a special shout out today. Uh, I give a special shout out to my niece, Bella. I know she's a big fan. I know she's watching right now. My niece, Bella, got her license today. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. We have a new driver on the road now. Officially a driver on the road. So... Uh, we already got a comment, Wonko, for the scene. Who day, bitches? Cincinnati in the house. Hey. Well, we'll talk about the Bengals and the Chiefs a little bit later. But first, we want to focus on the early game on Sunday, which is 49ers at Eagles, 3 p.m. on Sunday. 49ers travel cross-country to play the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship game. 
this is gonna be I I think all four games this all well both excuse me not yeah, all four all games four all, both te- all four teams yeah all four teams <laughs> have an equal chance to make it to the Super Bowl on Sunday. This is gonna be the fun game. This is gonna be this is a game a lot of people are uh, find I, I'm finding the concentrating more on uh than uh than the other game because this is the marquee game between two teams. Uh one of them's coming in I think on a 12 game winning streak, the other team went 13 and 0 and then it kind of limped their way into the home field advantage. But now if you watch last week's game against the giants, uh, this team looks like they're on a mission, but, and actually both teams are on a mission. They have their eyes set on Glendale in two weeks, but Dustin, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, look at this, look at this game. What's the thing? What are the things that are standing out to you most in terms of this, uh, in terms of this matchup? Well, this is, this is a, this is a classic case. First, at the risk of sounding like I'm from 1922, this is going to be a dandy. I think this is going to be a dandy. <laughs> we got a real, we got a real, I mean, both games, but like you, I am gravitating towards this game. But for me, this is the classic. I want to see, and I'm having a tough time. I've been thinking about it, and I'm having a tough time getting a real feel for this matchup because this is the, the, the uh, classic tale of the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object, right? Mm. Uh, I think the key will be, I would give the edge to, I think, I think the outside matchups are going to be a deciding factor in this game. Um, the 49ers have been able to stop the run almost against anybody. It'll be interesting to see if they can stop the run in Philly. I think, I think, uh, I think they will limit it to some degree. I think they will slow down the rushing attack. That was that was something that really hurt the Giants uh, last week, along with everything else. But I think when you when you compare San Francisco's corners to uh, the matchups with Philadelphia Eagles wide receivers, I think between Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, and um, and Devonta Smith, I think. I think Nick Sirianni is going to scheme up some ways to get his get his Eagles receivers the the ball because I do think to some degree the Niners defense as great as it is they're going to have to focus on 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 uh Jalen you can't you you can't leave him alone with room back there because he can either throw it and hurt you or we all know he can take off yeah. so honestly I think I think that's going to be the wild card if if Philadelphia's receivers can um, outplay San Francisco's corners in this game, then I think that's going to be the difference. And I want to say that Philly comes away with a W, but on the other end, you can't discount the 49ers uh, offensive weapons as well. And on the kind of on the flip side, Philly's defense has been great all year, but just looking at it on paper, I I just feel like San Francisco has the edge defensively, but but in my opinion, these two teams are very evenly matched. Um, but you got to give the edge to quarterback play. No disrespect to Brock Purdy and what he's done. You got to give the edge to Philly, and so I think the the quarterback play and the wide receivers are going to be the difference. I think Philly comes away with the victory here. So I I I found this nugget the other day. I was watching my uh, friend of the show. Uh, Chris Honorado and Ashley Miller from Channel 13. Shout out to the shout out to uh, Honorado and Company. I know they're I know they're watching right now. Big fans, big fans. Uh, but Chris uh, Honorado had a very interesting nugget in that Brock Purdy is the first rookie. He's not only the first rookie; he's also the first third stringer, wow. third string quarterback, and he's the lowest draft pick ever to start in a conference championship game. That's now, amazing. That is an amazing stat. And again, shout out to Chris Honorado for, for that little nugget. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how Brock Purdy performs in this game. Uh, first half of the, of the game of the wild card against Seattle, he was, he wasn't himself. And then the second half, they made the adjustments and they moved on uh, last week against Dallas. It was, he played, he played well enough that he didn't, mess things up unlike his counterpart Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Those two ill-timed interceptions that turn the game around. And in this game, it's going to be different because Philly likes to bring pressure on defense. They have to bring pressure up the middle. 
And what do rookies have a hard time with? Rookie quarterbacks have a hard time with? They have a hard time with pressure coming up the middle. Yep. Hey, Rod Peterson. <laughs> sub. Thanks. Hey, Rod. thanks for the sub. Yeah. And all the Appreciate way, it. Just as a segue here, so speaking of subscribers, having a little scroll moment in, in Rod's, in, in, the, in the words of Rod Peterson. <laughs> uh, I'm going to scroll moment. We are now at 206 subscribers, now 207 subscribers on YouTube. So thanks to everyone who, yes. who has subscribed over the last couple of weeks. Uh, our draft to 200 uh, has, has paid off. So back to the back to business. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I give the edge to Philly ba- just solely based on their defensive line. Solely based on their defensive line. They can bring pressure up the middle. They have the advantages in the middle. They, have, they can bring up pressure in the middle. They can stop the run. They're one of the they're one of the better uh, run stop defenses in the league. As is San Francisco. Actually, San Francisco yes. is the top yes, run stuffing defense in this league, and that's where I see the edge. I, I, I but I still see the edge to to Philly just solely based on the defensive line because again, Forty you know, have a great defensive line too. But that's that's where the the game is going to be won. It's going to be one in the trenches, which is, again, as a former offensive lineman, that's where you want to see. That's where the games are. Uh, that's where the games are won, in my opinion. Because if you have a, gr- a great offensive line, great defensive line, you'll be gravy. And both these teams have great offensive lines and great defensive lines. Yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be this is going to be the better of the two games if you love defense. Love defense. Because... This is going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think they're going. To, I don't think either team's going to find much room in terms of their run game. Yes, Philly's versatile with their with Boston Scott and uh, and uh, Gainwell yeah. uh, as acting as kind of the Debo Samuel of the of the Eagles. But but I, I think it's going to come to for the closer's plays. I think I think it's, it's definitely going to be a last possession game. I'm 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 going with the Eagles in this game. I think they have what it takes. I know San Francisco, great year, great yes. streak, but unfortunately, I think it's going to come to an end in this game. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have the game-winning drive. He's just going to eat down the clock. He's got too many weapons. He's got AJ Brown. He's got Devonte Smith. He's got Dallas Goddard. He's also he also has the option to run if he mm-hmm. needs to run, and he's a great running quarterback. But he's also developed his pass game. I was listening to Snowman in the morning this morning. I give a shout out to my buddy Sam Sam Shady, who is uh, all about the Eagles. He's a big Eagles fan, but he also loves uh, the National Arena League. So um, I, I th- he he, made, he 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 said it pretty succinctly in that not only has uh, Crap, my guys, his name escapes me. Oh, Jalen Hurts, yes, Jalen Hurts. Oh, my okay, God. there we go. I got, I got so, I got so off track. So, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> not only has he, has he a threat, he's become a threat with his legs, but also his arm this year. He did some extra work in the offseason, unlike some other quarterbacks in New York that I know. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's become, I think, I think he'll, I personally think, I think he'll win the uh, NFL MVP. On the season, think, based on the season he's had, but I give the edge in terms of that to the Eagles too, and I think the Eagles will win in a close one. My final, my final score prediction. I don't have the lines in front of me because I forgot to do that before we went on. Yeah. Um, but the, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be twenty-one seventeen. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to punch their ticket to Glendale. Okay. All right. Uh, clearly, I'm horrible at uh picking scores good thing i don't bet i i thought the giants eagles was going to be 30 33 last week i thought it was going to be a a barn burner yeah i thought i thought the giants were going to beat the eagles too but look how that turned out yeah i have i have the same (laughs) i at least picked the eagles for that one but man it's not going to be 38 7 this week that's for sure uh i think i think it'll be i think your score I'm not. I'm not just trying to piggyback it, but I was like, I was like, I was thinking maybe 2017, you know, something like that. So I will. That's go what with, I was thinking too. But I'm like 21 seven. It's gonna be yeah, yeah. I'll go with final touchdown. I'll go with 21 17 as well. Um, but I would like to say something. There are there is some narrative out there. I've I've heard it 
in some places that people are comparing Brock Purdy because he has all the weapons around him. They're comparing Brock Purdy to, to Trent Dilfer. And I, and I think and in no disrespect to Trent Dilfer, he's got a ring, but we all know how he got that ring. He's he obviously everyone knows how he got yes. that ring. <laughs> and he and he obviously you have to be able to play quarterback at a certain level to make it to the NFL. So he can play he could play quarterback in his day better than a lot of people. But Brock Purdy is not Trent Dilfer, in my opinion. Brock Purdy has clearly has shown that he he is not just handing off the ball and not throwing interceptions. Brock Purdy has done some things in some games to make some plays on his own to help the 49ers uh, advance to where they are. So I just want to give, I just wanted to dispel that narrative a little bit. Brock Purdy is not Trent Dilfer. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be a good one. And as you can see on our, on our banners, uh, we have our personal Twitter handles below. Mine is at who is Ryan MCC. Dustin's is at LDusto67. If you think we're wrong or if you have a point you want to make, whether it be during the show, after the show, if you can't leave a comment on YouTube on the replay, just tweet us. Yeah. Just tweet us. We want to, we want to hear your, we want to hear your opinions. Uh, but as, as, as we've, as we know over the last couple of weeks, Dustin, uh, Reistradamus, uh, yes, he's been known. There's that sound again. Hear it. I I think I think I just saw the lights flash in your in your room there. <laughs> I think you know something's going on. You're harnessing the power. I'm harnessing the power of Reistradamus right now. Um, I think I think I think the I think the Eagles will get at least four sacks in this game on Brock Purdy. The, the like I said before that the 49ers offensive line has done a tremendous job protecting Brock Purdy. Uh, over the past, uh, I think over the past two months, uh, when he got that start, when he when he came into the game against Tampa Bay, yeah. and he's been playing, he's been playing spectacularly. I think the Eagles will get after him early. They'll rattle him a little bit. I think he'll just like last two weeks, he'll 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 gather himself together. But I think that early pressure is going to make a big difference in this game. Yeah, and you know we both we both agree we're we're both picking the Eagles uh, to win this game. And it's, but as for me, I think it's going to be, I just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. I just want to be entertained this weekend. Last weekend's games with the exception of the chiefs Jaguars. Yeah. Not very entertaining. No, no, not opinion. really. Not really. In my humblest. Yeah. In my humblest and, and, and I remember I was so excited for that Sunday night game and it wasn't, it wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't what I thought. Now giants Eagles, that was a bad game. I, I just, game. yeah, I just terrible felt game. bad. Yeah, that was so, ter- sorry, terrible. terrible, terrible. In the words of uh, the words of Charles Buckley, terrible. That's terrible. We know game. he's watching. We know he's watching. We- Charles, big ups. <laughs> say hi to say hi to Ernie, Shaq, and Kenny for me. But uh, don't, just don't push Shaq into the Christmas tree like he did a couple yeah, weeks. Well, yeah. that was Kenny Smith. You pushed him into the tree. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I'm kind of with you. Like last week's games, I I DVR'd them, and usually, candidly, I don't make a habit of doing that. But sometimes life happens, and and uh, but usually I make I make a point to watch a good chunk of games live. But I just wasn't super compelled um, as I wanted to be. Whereas both of these games, I think, are going to be very good. Yeah, I got I got caught up in watching a I got caught up in binge watching a series last week and I didn't want to, it got good. So oh, I didn't yeah. really want to, didn't want to turn away from it. And yeah, I just, it's all right. You, you can tell us it was Velma on HBO. That's okay. You can admit that here. I don't think I've heard of one person that likes that. I, I think it's like, man no. people, people it's getting ratings because people are hate watching it that's that's what yeah. i heard <laughs> and I, if i understand there's gonna be a second season it's already greenlit i'm like no, how man. this no, is no, the new no. america we fa- we fail upwards <laughs> yeah now now i know we usually don't get into video games and stuff on this show but if you if you have hbo max out there and you're watching velma you can do what you want i'm not here to try to tell you what to do but watch the last of us Watch the Last of Us TV show. 
even if you've never played the game, I've played the game. I love the game. It's one of my favorite games, like in recent memory. It's one of my favorite games ever. Watch the series with your watch The Last of Us. There's two episodes right now. It's very, very interesting, very unnerving, and they they depart from the game a little bit. So, so if you played the game, there's some surprises in there. But in my humble opinion, that is a much better use of your HBO Max uh, membership. <laughs> I'm I'm binge watching The Chosen right now. It's about the it's it's a cinematic. Uh, uh, I say cinematic or it's like a TV series of the life of Jesus. It's really cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I saw like a trailer for that on YouTube or something. It looked pretty, it looked pretty well done. Yeah. It's, it's spectacular. Uh, the, the first, the first episode of the first season will get you hooked. Oh, so, okay. All right. Grab you right from the outset. Huh? So, so we got, it did it. Well, I mean, as a guy who, uh, who's, who's, uh, who attends church every Sun, most every Sunday and, you know, goes to worship. It's it's very it's very well written because it's it's not only that it's like based it's biblically based but it's also uh, it's also um, like he says it, it, the the creators take a lot of artistic license okay. but it's, it's a good thing it's a good thing because it makes yeah. it it makes they make the characters they make the characters relatable which is awesome the dialogue is really good That's all right we gotta get to the we gotta get to the comment section before we take a quick break we gotta go wanko the scene uh he says haven but then i think he meant to write haven't known what to make of philly all year glad for your thoughts guys hey thanks for watching wanko the scene we appreciate it and austin welch says you know i like velma well you're probably the only one <laughs> but that's okay like that's I said, okay I I'm to not each here. their own. That's the beauty yes. of America. To yes. each their own. I'm not here, but but maybe when you're done with Velma Austin, fire up The Last of Us. It's good. It's good. <laughs> or watch the John Wick movies. Hey, actually, it's funny. The last episode I watched of The Chosen, they had Simon the Zealot. And I was like, wow, this is like uh, John Wick, but without guns or a dog. They're going to declare vengeance on the Romans. Yeah. So we're going to get the other game in just a moment. But we first, we want to tell you we're going to show you a quick uh, commercial break uh, and tell you about our friends at Invader Coffee. Where is that bloody thing? Ah, there we are. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air-roasted, 100% money-back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. The good folks at Invader Coffee, uh, they want to bring you the best quality for your morning boost. I know it does it for me. Uh, right now, I'm digging into the tiramisu. It's awesome. It's an awesome blend. Uh, I got their Chocolate Lust, which is their limited edition Valentine's Day blend. And they also just released another limited blend. Yeah, trying to find. And I can tell you exactly what it is because I oh. ordered it. Oh. I ordered it yesterday, and yes. I used I used our promo code, saved myself yes. a few shekels. But it is called Donut Dealer, and I am very excited. That one is on the way, so I will report yes. back once I receive it. Yes, and. This is the this this uh, this blend is air roasted with notes of fried donut butter and sugar. I gotta get me some of that. Oh yeah, and you're next you're, paycheck. As, next paycheck. I'm definitely you, doing it. Yeah, you love you love donuts. We all love donuts, but I know you got a, you got a passion for donuts. You know when we go when we go on a trip trip our vacation trip, you always make you always make a stop. You love a good donut. I'm as an Another person who loves a good donut. I'm very excited about this coffee. And and uh, I always like the art on the bags. I feel like they're creative yeah. with their art and uh, their, their branding. Uh, just loving the coffee. Yeah. So shout out to Invader Coffee. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can find our affiliate link in the description. And you get 15% off your order with the code BELLYUP. If you're listening on the podcast side, you can also find the link in that description as well. And again, Use promo code BELLYUP for 15% off your order. Save some money. Support the show. 
buy some outstanding coffee from our friends at Invader Coffee, which is also they're veteran owned. So you're helping not only helping a great you're not only helping a great business, but you're also helping a veteran owned business, which is very important these days. Mm-hmm. So moving on to Bengals Chiefs, that will be the AFC championship game at 630 Eastern time at Arrowhead Stadium. This is the less talked. I feel like this is again, like I said at the top of the show. I feel like this this particular game is not talked about as much as the 49ers Eagles, but it's got some very intriguing storylines, particularly the injury of one Patrick Mahomes. Yes. As as I mentioned on on Tuesday's show, as someone who has had ankle problems for a good majority of his life, it's not ankle injuries are not fun. They're not fun. They're not funny. And <laughs> um, I, I I did watch a video of Patrick Mahomes kind of I I, would, I guess you wouldn't say half assing it uh, through uh through warmups on uh, during the week, uh, but you can tell the ankle is kind of affecting him. I don't know how it's gonna I don't know how it's gonna play out on on Sunday though. Uh, he did play the the entire second half of the game against nice. the Bengals. Looked really well. Looked looked pretty good. Had some passes that were kind of off. We could kind of tell that he wasn't stepping into his throws very well. I don't know how I don't know how it's going to be on Sunday when you're basically probably going to have your ankle shot up before the before the game, taped up heavily. But this is going to be another close game, in my opinion. Dustin, what's your thought? Enough about my thoughts. What are your thoughts going into Sunday's game between the Bengals and the Chiefs? Well, Rystradamus, and I'm sure uh, Rystradamus, the power will, you know, you'll make another appearance uh, after I am done. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can't, I can't tell you why, but I just have a gut feeling that I do think this is going to be a good game. I think the Chiefs are going to be hurt just a bit because I don't. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to be 100% by this game. I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Now, we've seen some amazing performances in football. I mean, the first one that jumps to my mind in recent memory ish, you know, I'm I'm dating myself here, but whether you love him or hate him, you got to shout out what Terrell Owens did in 2004 for the Eagles coming back mm-hmm. on a on a on a leg that he defied all the odds because, in my opinion, the leg was like there was no way it was even fifty percent healed for that game. Right. But he he did some amazing things. I think Patrick Mahomes ninety eighty five to ninety percent of Patrick Mahomes or even seventy five is, is better than a lot of QBs in this league. Um, we've seen him make some crazy passes, like he at the beginning of the Jags game, he did a jump pass basically off his back foot and it, and it worked out fine. Um, He can do a lot of things. I am not worried about how the chiefs perform, but I just have a feeling, even though it's going to be a a close game, even though the chiefs defense have really stepped up their play in recent weeks, they've, they've done some impressive things. Uh, Chris, Chris Jones, he's a sack artist out there, but I just feel like the Bengals are too hot right now and they're playing with incredible confidence. They just knocked off the bills in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So they don't care that they have to go to Arrowhead. It's not going to bother them. I know Arrowhead is a tough place to play. Arrowhead doesn't quite have the mysticism that it used to have, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's still one of the tougher places to play in the NFL, but I don't think it matters for the Bengals right now. I think mm-hmm. you can see the confidence in Joe Burrow's eyes when he's out there. you, The Bengals and also the Bengals seem to be playing with incredible chips on their, on their shoulders. It's, it's, it's quite a marriage when you can have a team that plays pissed off, that is also that talented. And I just think that they're on, they're on a run right now. Their defense has also played very well. And whether a lot of people are going to say, well, Buffalo wasn't really ready to play last week. doesn't matter. I, I think a lot of that was because of the Bengals' defense. Buffalo was one of the top offenses in the entire league. And, and maybe they picked a horrible time to have their worst game of the season. But you gotta, you got to credit part of that to the Bengals' defense. 
I just think the Bengals are clicking on all cylinders. And the fact that they were able to go into Buffalo in that weather and win that game, I think they're going to do the same at Arrowhead. I, th- I think it's going to be a road victory for the Bengals here. They're going to keep this run going. And if they get to the big dance, they're going to be tough to stop. Yeah, I, I think the – and we talked about injuries before in the playoffs. Let's not forget Ladinian Tomlinson, 2007 a- AFC Championship. was playing on a spring MCL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that was – Yes, and that's 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 the narrative too. A lot of people, and I and I remember being mad about this at the time. People were saying, "Oh, Ladanian Tomlinson, he never he never wants to play in the big games. His heart's not in it." You remember those Chargers, uh, the Chargers Patriot playoff game where Ladanian Tomlinson got hurt, and there was the shot of him on the sideline. He's visibly frustrated, and people were people were trying to make something that he's some kind of uh, diva or didn't want to play. That's the biggest load of crap. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson was phenomenal and he played his heart out as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. and, he gave and it Phillip everything Rivers, he had. And Philip Rivers played on a torn ACL. Yes. He had his knee scope that week. Yes. I mean, that, that Charger team, they just, they just were kind of snake bit. Uh, but you couldn't question, you couldn't question their heart. And also, let's not forget, and I'm sure you remember, let's not forget what Ladanian Tomlinson did for your Jets. When Two many years thought that he was, yep. when many thought that he was past mm-hmm. his prime. Yep, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I, he played in three out of four AFC Championship games from 2007 to 2010. Yeah. So, you want to talk about a guy who wanted to win? That's a guy who wanted to win. Oh but yeah. Going into this game, <clears throat> and you got guys playing injury. If you want to win, you play injury. That's that's, that's just a fact. Yes. I think. You made a lot of good points, Dustin, returns in terms of the Bengals, in terms of the Chiefs. Yes, both teams are very opportunistic on offense. They're also opportunistic on defense. I give the, the Bengals the advantage here because of their run game. Their run game has been phenomenal, phenomenal over yeah. the past two and a half months. And it starts with the offensive line. You know, back in back in, I think at their week five of the NFL. We talked about the Bengals' offensive line being a turnstile, a little literal. Turnstile. Yes, they were they were having problems. They couldn't, they weren't gelling, and all of a sudden the the switch just flipped, just went, and this yeah. line not only was protecting Joe Burrow very well, but it was also they were also run blocking exceptionally, and everybody likes to talk about Joe Burrow, all the weapons he has on his wide receivers and his tight ends. People forget the running game. Yeah, Joe Mixon and Ryan. They forget about them. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the Bengals so exceptional. You don't have to rely on solely your quarterback for to run for this offense to run efficient as efficiently as it does, and as and it can score points. I mean, they went fourteen to nothing in a blink of an eye in Buffalo. And by the way, again, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you're using the excuse that the the about the white uniforms, the Bengals. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's, you get, you got gadget arms on that one. You're, you're reaching. You're saying go, go gadget arms and you're taking quite a big reach on that. Yeah. Right. You're reaching like an alligator. <laughs> yeah. But, and, but as I mentioned, I think the Chiefs will keep it close. Uh, it's a, it won't be like last year's game where they went up 21 to three and struggled down the stretch. This will be a tight game. And like I said last week, both these teams know how to make the best opportunity to create a turnover late in games that will affect the outcome of the game. And here we go again. Bengals defense huge. In other in in a situation where they need to absolutely get a turnover, just like last year's AFC Championship and overtime where they picked off Patrick Mahomes, drove down the field, took the little time off the clock, kicked the field goal, they're on their way to L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think they'll do it in the same fashion this time around, but I think they'll do their best to control the clock because that's another thing, too. The best way to, to beat the Chiefs' offense, keep them off the field. Yeah, yeah. Keep them off the field. And, and I think if the if the Bengals can control the clock with that run game 
and get some timely passing game, get some timely passes from Joe Burrow to to a uh, uh, to a Jamar Chase or T Higgins or Hayden Hurst or to one of his one one of his running backs or to Tyler Boyd to keep the drive alive. Yeah, that's gonna be the biggest difference in this game. So as for a score prediction, I'm gonna say Bengals Bengals thirty one, Chiefs twenty one. Oh, okay. All right. I think it'll be. I think it'll be. I think the Bengals will do, do what they did last week against the Bills and punch the punch the Chiefs in the mouth very early, and it's going to be very tough for the Chiefs. And I don't forget. The, I don't forget the Chiefs. Uh, even though they've been in the last five AFC Championship games, they've lost two of them at home. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not necessarily the the dominant home record that you're that you're hoping for um i have a bit of a for some reason when i was thinking about the score in this game i must have a thing with field goals because i'm going 24 21 bangles and uh but the thing i do want to say though is and i'm just curious and i know we're kind of blending a little bit of off season while i am doing it i am doing it now I'm going to blend a little bit of off-season speculation with commenting. Um, a few years ago, the Chiefs the Chiefs drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire to be their, their guy. Mm-hmm. And it is clear they are relying. Isaiah Pacheco looks amazing. He's got a burst of speed. There, were, there was a play in the in – the, uh, I can't remember if it was – in the Jags game, I believe it was. It was the Jags game, yeah. It was he last just week. had this burst of speed where it was almost like somebody pressed the turbo button on Madden. He took off. Yeah. I, Isaiah Pacheco looks like he could be the running back of their future. And I think they're going to re-sign Jarek McKinnon because before that game, they were commenting about how Patrick Mahomes loves having Jarek McKinnon in there for blocking. And it was almost on cue. Jarek McKinnon, who's not a big guy compared to he's he's bigger than me, obviously, but he's not a big guy compared to some of the other players in the NFL. He absolutely demolished somebody who was coming in to try to get yeah. a sack on Patrick Mahomes. So I think I think they re-signed Jarek McKinnon for his blocking abilities. Where does mm-hmm. that leave Clyde Edwards-Helaire? I think he's on another team next season. Well, I. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is on a rookie deal, so I think he'll stay in the lineup. Uh, I mean, part of the reason why Pacheco is getting so many touches is because uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was, I think he was on IR uh, for the last part of the season, which is why you've seen the emergence of Isaac Isaac Pacheco. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got the bank. We've got we've both got the Bengals. I know. We've both got, we've both got the Eagles, and you know what? Again. I wouldn't be surprised if all four of these teams, any any of these four teams, get in yeah. uh, in two weeks in Glendale. I won't be I won't be disappointed. Again, I just want good games. I just yes. want not good games. I want great games. Yes, I want memorable games. That's and what the, I want this weekend. And the good thing and the good thing is that uh, looking ahead just a little bit, I wouldn't be disappointed with any of the teams that end up in the Super Bowl, whether it's Chiefs versus the Niners or Chiefs versus the Eagles or Bengals versus the Niners or Bengals versus the Eagles. None of those are disappointing uh, Super Bowl scenarios for me. No, no, no. They'll all, I think they'll, and they think all these will be, who, no matter who plays on February 10th or February 12th, excuse me, uh, you won't, we won't have a disappointing game. Yeah. We're going to have our final thoughts, but before they, we do that, we're going to have another Quick ad break from our friends at Belly Up Sports at True Classic. Football is back, baby. And our new sponsor, True Classic, wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis or going full force on your fantasy football draft. Sure, it's football season, but it's also butt the couch season. Luckily, True Classic has the absolute best-fitting clothing a man can buy. Snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso, their t-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets no matter what you're up to. So if your special someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. 
True Classic has already helped over 2 million men find the perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. It's about time to get your fit together, so upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good. That's right, folks. Using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY, you get 25% off your order at True Classic. Sounds like a great deal to me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 25% off. That's a bargain. That's a bargain and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple more comments before we close out the show. First from Wonko, the Saints says the Bengals second half adjustments are crazy. Very underrated defensive coordinator. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're not only the defensive coordinator, but their offensive coordinator. Uh, I think either one of them will get job consideration in the, in the uh, off season. And we got snowman chicken in. Let's go Niners. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, love to see people support their team on this channel. And uh, I know Snowman's very excited for Sunday. Uh, also mentioned a little bit of nervousness, but yeah. I think it's, it's for anybody who any team has got a big game coming up, uh, it's it's not a bad thing to have those nerves. Oh, no. Because uh, you want your team to do well. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to see him get blown out. <laughs> that's a nat- that's a natural reaction. And I'm going to I'm going to let uh, the audience here. Um, in on a little glimpse of my psychosis when the Seahawks were going to play the Broncos in the Super Bowl uh, I remember calling my mom up in the morning you know and and you know we were talking my mom and I used to talk quite a bit during the week on the phone and uh, she said you know how are you feeling because your your Seahawks are they're about they're about to play a big game you know and I said mom I'm going to be honest with you. I said, I feel like I used to feel before a math test in school. Like I am very nervous. You know, I, I was, I was <laughs> extremely nervous. And uh, she's like, you know, she's reassuring me. She's like, I think they're going to do good, you know? And she didn't, she didn't care much for football, but she, she watched a little bit because she knew how much it mattered to me that, that the Seahawks were there. And she was like, I was watching something this morning and they said that the Denver Broncos seemed nervous, that Peyton Manning seemed nervous. I hope you're right. And guess what? It turned out she was, but I was nervous as for that game. And I'm like, why am I getting so crazy over this? But I think it's a, a complete natural reaction. I, I have a story from a, AFC championship games of past uh, 2010, uh, the Jets and the Steelers uh, coming into this game. We, uh, you know, uh, we, we watched the Packers win. <clears throat> they beat the, they beat the bears. Uh, I think that earlier that day and winner of this game is going to play the Packers. Uh, first half of the Jets, the Jets did. It was not great. Uh, let's put it this way. Um, that first half, I was furious. <laughs> I was outside my mind. I saw the Jets making so many mistakes. I saw the Steelers, of course, the home crowd at Heinz Field. I will. I refuse to call it by the other name. By the oh, way, oh yeah, it's Heinz Field. Field always. Uh, they had the home crowd behind them. The terrible towels. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I saw. I remember a safety blitz and. Mark Sanchez gets get just gets knocked. I wouldn't say knocked out, but he got hit hard. Yeah. And Steelers took it back for a touchdown. At that point, it's twenty four to three, and I'm like, "Well, here we go again." And and I just stayed silent. Si- I did not speak. Several members of my family will attest to this. My sister Shannon will attest to this. My dad, my mom, my brother Jeremy, they will attest to this. I did not say a word from halftime. 
<laughs> all the way up to the last down when Ben Roethlisberger got that through that third and I think the third and four. Uh, I was, was close down. Mm-hmm. The Jets had to stop him. They were in order to get the ball back because they were they they had rallied. They had rallied from from twenty one points down, and they need to get the ball back to have a chance to get to 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 try to tie the score. Unfortunately, after Ben threw that pass to Antonio Brown that sealed the game, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't. Kate, oh my goodness, I couldn't take it. I yeah. I was just like, all right, well this is how it's gonna be. This is this is the life of a Jets fan. Yeah, always it's... never get close. Never get close. Those they haven't been t- back since. Yeah, that's tough. But you know what? I I and this is not just saying this because you're Rystradamus. You're my. You're my co-host. You're my friend. But I think the Jets will. I think they're building something, and I think, I think, I think you'll start to see the turnaround. Your patience will be rewarded, my friend. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I'm 45 years old. Before I die, I just want to see the Jets go to the Super Bowl once. I don't care if they win. I just want to see them go to the Super Bowl once, once. Hopefully, I'll have it someday. Yeah, but you know, we'll I, I will talk about the Jets hiring Nathaniel Hackett uh, on Tuesday. Uh, I don't want to go into it now because we're conference we're concentrating the foot on the conference championships. But I'll yes, I'll, t- I'll give my feelings a little bit more right now. All I can say is that half the fan base right now is is thinking about his dad, uh, Paul Hackett. Oh man, he kind of crapped the bed when it came to being a, being the offensive coordinator. Not necessarily, not necessarily his fault, by the way. Um, if you have bad personnel, you're not going to execute. Yeah. But half the fan base is like, "Oh, he's really into Paul Hackett. He can't. He won't make it in this in the city." It's like, hey, if you think that way, you're thinking in the past. Yeah. Don't think in the past. Think now. What can you yeah. do for the team now? And they hired a new offensive coach, offensive line coach, who was the offensive line coach in Tennessee before he got fired this past season. Oh, okay. season. So I have some. I have some, I have some big plans. For, we have some big plans in that regard, but I need I need some more time to kind of think about this a little bit more. I'll give you my I'll give you my thoughts on Snowman at eight thirty five a.m. on Monday. I'll give my thoughts on Tuesday show, but for now we're gonna wrap things up. We got one more comment from Walk on the Saints says, "Oh no, the 49ers are gonna beat the Bungles by four points for the third time in a row, twice in the eighties." Lol. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I remember succinctly that. Super Bowl 22 game when Joe Montana led had that game winning drive. Yes. And I, I if I remember the story correctly, it was in Miami. It was at Joe Robbie stadium, which is well, which is now hard rock stadium. And Joe Montana was so cool and so collective. That's why they call him Joe cool. He was so calm and collected that when he, when they went into the huddle with less than two minutes left in the game, he looked down at the far end zone and he said, hey, isn't that John Candy over there? Oh, yeah, I heard that story. Everybody down. Yeah. And they went down the field, and they scored the game-winning touchdown to, to John Taylor. That yeah. was that was one of the stories I remember from, from uh, Super Bowl. And am I am I thinking, uh, is this the correct? And obviously, I was, I was not watching uh, uh, the Super Bowl back then because I think it would have been, like, impossible because that game was 82, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, uh, I don't think you were alive then. I was yeah, like, I was not. <laughs> I was not. So, but I think I think if I remember from watching recaps of games over the years and things like that, I think was that the game where uh, Joe Walsh was incredibly or uh, gee, Joe Walsh, um, Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh was incredibly motivated to beat the Bengals because there were rumors that that. The wide check the Niners were looking at, uh, or they were trying to choose between between uh, Bill Walsh and wide check, and wide check ended up getting the job. There was there was something there. I can't remember, but uh, apparently that game meant a whole heck of a lot to uh, Bill Walsh because he wanted to he wanted to prove a point. He wanted uh, to. Sh- you're thinking of Sam Weish. Sam Weish. That's what, what it you is. Think, uh, Frank Wycheck was the uh, yeah. was the uh, tight end of the of the. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Oh yeah, no, that's my my late nineties, early two thousands football coming through. <laughs> and yes, yes, Sam Weish. Yes, 
Thanks for the correction there. Oh, no problem. I, I couldn't think of it myself. I'm like, why check to it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm screwing it. I'm screwing everything hey, up. The beauty, what, of, the beauty of a live stream is like, yes. you mess up, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. We're trying to do it all from the dome, folks. You know, we don't have like producers uh, saying stuff in our ears and things, you know? Yes, because we're the we we're self produced, yeah, right? or something. Anyhow. And also, uh, thanks to your eloquent tease on Tuesday, I would also like to talk about something. Uh, the head coaching hire in Carolina. I have some thoughts on that as well. Some of you, if you've been watching some of the coverage, you can probably figure out where I'm going to go with this. And also, if you know my my history of of praising the job that Steve Wilkes did taking over that team this season. You'll know what I'm going to talk about, but uh, tune in on Tuesday and check it That's out. Right. Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's our regular show. But in the meantime, we're going to take off. We're going to do some. We're just going to enjoy our Friday nights, respective Friday nights. But before you do that, go to our social channels, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at NoCredsReq, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsReq. On YouTube, it's YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsReq. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, Smash that like button, smash it good, but also smash responsibility. And while you're at it on YouTube, hit the notification bell. That way, that way you are notified when we go live or we produce another video. We got some ideas. We got I some ideas cooking in the lab. <laughs> There's some pretty fun non-live stream videos. Ooh, nice. Right. Nice. Got, I got ideas. On the podcast side. Megaphone is our home base, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you podcast, find us there, subscribe, get notified, and again, rate and review, five stars, always preferred, and if you leave a nice review, we may even read it on the air to everyone who has has watched live, or if you watch it on replay and you leave comments, we appreciate you watching. And you have been watching or listening to No Credentials Required. And hey, Bishop Bullwinkle, do you need a press pass to talk sports? Woo! Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Listen. <laughs> Cut up in the spirit again. But anyway, folks, thank you for watching or listening to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports and Association with Godzilla Media in the Capital Region. For Dustin Henry, my my broadcast partner, my name is Ryan McCarthy. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you back here on Tuesday night as we break down the conference championships. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>